Good enough. Shabbos, everybody. Parsh um, Vayeros has a lot of things in it. It's pretty long. Sadoj has a lot of points in it. So let's, let's go to the beginning. Starts off, the Rabbi Mavino, who is the Abba Chesed, is going through the uh, I guess in, in a way proving to us that he's Dabachasid in the sense that he had just had his Mila and even so he was out to do trying to do Chesed and he's doing this and uh, the Benjamin has a bonus on him uh, you know I think the uh, one of the reasons for babies now in the new days they usually, by the second day, they're pretty good. They don't have any problems. And yet it says the third day is the hardest day. I would assume maybe it's by adults. Avram was an adult. So therefore, he had this, this definite day. He couldn't walk. He couldn't, uh, what do you call it? it is, yeah, definitely a big problem. And yet, he's able to overcome this. And try to look for to do chesed. The Beishum wanted to to protect him, so he brought out made a very hot day, no travelers, and therefore there was nothing with chesed. So he's a little bit depressed. The Beishum brings him three malachim in order to to appease him that he should have something to do chesed. Okay, so let's see what happens. <clears throat> The first thing he says to them, wash your feet. Now, why? Because uh, the travelers at that time, the dirt of their feet, they used to have as an Avedizor. In other words, what was Avedizor in, in a lot of times, what represented it was the difficulties that people went through. And since the traveler is always, always has the dirt of the road on his on himself, so that was his his avedizol. Now it's that this is what gives him the power, the strength, or whatever it is to keep going. Okay, so therefore he told him to wash it off because what he but he couldn't do it. Now why couldn't he do it? I assume because he was too tired, he was too weak. Okay, so he had someone bring it. Couldn't be an Evid, because all the Avada were also the same idea. They were the third day of their meal, so they weren't doing anything either. So you had to probably get a, a shifka to do it. Okay, fine. She brought them water. They washed. Rashi brings down that all the things that the Rabbanishalom did, that Avram did in person, the Rabbanishalom did back in Tekla'isol personally. That was the mon the Rabbanishalom gave. On the other hand, the water... And he did Yukach Nomat Mayim, that was done through a third person. Therefore, it was also done through Shlia, through Moshe Rabbeinu, and Moshe Rabbeinu Mesta. Okay. Is that the point that the tale is trying to tell us? That, in other words, it was a chesorin, that, that, that Moshe Rabbeinu gave the world, or that Avon Vino did what he did. So we have to understand why, then. If this was watered for drinking, Avram Avinu, just like the food, he sees Yenem Sar, he sees somebody else suffering, his suffering doesn't count in that case. So he's able to overcome his suffering. So that's for food, for a drink, maybe. But to wash the feet, the other guy doesn't want to wash his feet. So I don't see any aggravation on his part. I want him to wash his feet because I don't want to be in his house. I don't have anything to overcome myself. So what's the complaint against them in the first place? Secondly, we're talking about a shliach that the Rabbi himself uses to give us the Torah. So obviously he's a pretty uh, good shliach. So then what's the problem with the water? It's also a shliach. I think what the Torah is trying to tell us, or Rashi is trying to tell us, it doesn't mean it's a punishment or something for Torah. We didn't do enough. And therefore, he gives him less. No, he's just trying to tell you that a shliach has his own opinions, his own das. You can, even though shliach, that I, I made a shliach, it's as if I did it. 
But the idea is he does it with his understanding, not with my understanding. I can give him all the directions I want, but all of it is meaningless if he has a, a, a mind something else. And therefore, that's what you have to know about a shliach. That's all he's telling you. So therefore, when the water, when he gave it to a shliach, what happened was Moshe hit the rock instead of speaking to the rock. Why did he do that? Because he had his own opinion of what's taking place. And therefore, he hit the rock. And that's what he's warning you about. That there's a point that if you make a shliach, you have to be, be, be ready for the consequences of a shliach not doing exactly what you want. Okay, now this this member of Amavinu is trying to do chesed all day long. <clears throat> he finally gets these three guys, and he says to Rechel Paslecha v'sad chlipchem, you know, you'll eat something and go go vayte. He'll say, fine, go do it. What does he do? He goes to his wife. He says, Vayeva mahar mahar yisleish yisleish siyim kelmech yisolish slushi vaseyugos. Go make bread now. You're trying to do chesed a whole morning and you don't even have any bread in the house to give anybody? What kind of chesed is that? Okay. So I think we have to think about is first of all, why are we calling it chesed? That's stuck. Someone needs a meal. By giving him a meal, that's stuck. That's what he needs. Chesed is doing somebody a favor, making him feel good, something of that sort. It doesn't, uh, they don't see chesed here. All right. So I'd like to describe something. And, and, and let me make this question even harder. What does he do after he tells that? Well, Abaka Rotsavami then runs over to the to get the oxen. Right? So he said he gave it over to Yishmael. He said that's the nar. And it's important to realize that all the avodim we said was gimel milasa. It's also Yishmael's gimel milasa, and Yishmael's out there working with Avram. So Avram, that attacked this this mida of, of what they call uh, chesed by them, or uh, or uh, taking in uh, strangers or whatever it is, is obviously is something that's felt by them, and is uh, something big thing. It comes from Avraham Avinu. Okay, so he, you got to see he uh, he's going to make this the, the meat. Now let's understand how long would it take to make meat. Uh, by the way, I I was under once under the impression that it took long to skin an animal. It doesn't take long to skin an animal. If a person knows how to do it, it's probably a minute or two. It's uh, a skinny animal. They actually can peel off the whole, the whole, the whole skin comes off, comes off with the with the whole leather, whatever it is, the the pelt, whatever you want to call it, the pelt that comes off. But Avram Avinu was making all the minimum the teira. That means he has the treba, he has the kasha, he has the bake, he has to butcher it in order to get the proper. Pieces that you're going to cut, right, and stuff like that. To do that to an animal, I would assume one person, and he's doing talking about three animals, a good, a good ten hours, I would say. Besides, you have to cook it yet, and the cooking didn't go on the automatic ovens and stuff like that. You do that, and you have to do it in each individual piece. So, if he would have told me the reason he gave them tongues was because he wanted speed. Maybe I can understand that. Now, you shecht, it takes a minute. After you, well, as soon as you shecht it, you pull out the tongue, you chop it off, you pull out, there's one one thing you have to pull out of the tongue, and that's it. Then you put it on the, on, on a grill, and you make it. So I understand. That would, be, that would have been a good thing. So he needed three of them because uh, he wanted to give him food right away. Doesn't say that. It says he was most hush of the part is the tongue. So that means I gave them a choice of what they wanted to eat. Gave them the, the tongue, which most hush. Now I know a lot of people that won't eat tongue, especially kids. They imagine the tongue licking the ground and they are like, Ugh, I'm not going to eat any tongue. 
So therefore, no way for wood steak. Okay, so you want wood steak? So wood steak, I got to go the whole animal way. I have to cut it. And everything. So you're talking about for, no, nine, ten hours. Nine, ten hours of time is not going to help a, a, a guy who's hungry now. That doesn't mean anything. So what kind of chesed is that? And we're going to even, it's not even stuck, it's nothing. What is he going for the meat for? What's he need it for? This is the way I understand. I'll give you two uh, scenarios in a way. Okay, One is uh, a guy has a chavrusi, moved to Israel, got married, has family there, he hasn't seen him in 10 years. And one morning he's in shul, so, so, so I'll give you a Sunday morning, so his wife is home, and it's an off Shabbos, so the kid is home. Okay, so he's uh, he sees his friends, he says, he goes off to him. You know, you're here. I haven't seen you in ten years. You better come up and eat breakfast and stuff. Nah, don't worry. I'll get a, I'll get a Danish and coffee in a pizza shop. No, no, no. You got to come up to me. I got to have you. Get, you you got to. We got to just say hello. Got to blink a few minutes. Something. Okay. And he goes up to his house. He comes into his house. There, he wakes up his wife. He says, "You know, my friend. I haven't seen him in ten years. She's not working today, so." says, please go up and make him something special. Get him your special latkes you make. It's fun. And then he wakes up. The kid is going to the 8.30 minion. And he's at the 6 o'clock minion. And he uh, tells the kid, you know, take your money. You go down. You go into the, uh, when the appetizing store opens up, you get every kind of fish you can get, all kinds of bagels. So we get a few danishes and different things. And you come up there, we'll do it. Meanwhile, till we're waiting for all this, he knows how to do He knows how to make a fine kochum. He learned that in yeshiva. So he makes uh, some uh, what he calls scrambled eggs for the guy. Meanwhile, to keep him uh, while the kids. And meanwhile, he keeps, then they bring him the whole breakfast, even though all he wanted was a Danish and coffee. Now all of a sudden he's eating who knows what. And then he tells him, he says, you know, I know we you had a lot more than you wanted to eat. But we, even that we, we you know, there was only chaplap. We, we really, we weren't prepared for you. But come back for supper, come back for lunch. My wife will make a roast that you, something that's special that you haven't tasted, no anything. So he goes and he makes it. That's one scenario. Okay. A second, a second one is a guy we used to have in the east side. Beth Israel Hospital was the only kosher hospital at that time. So any old, old baby doctors, obstetricians, uh, uh, the one that delivered babies, you know, which used to have a connection with, with Beth Israel because the kosher people wanted to go there. So they used to have the thing. A lot of times, person would come in on Shabbos, and uh, of course he does, has not put food for himself. He has nothing to eat. And he's a place to daven. So he would walk down to MTJ and he would, uh, you know, get a place to, to daven and ask where we can eat a meal. Okay, so they obviously be given to the people that that usually would have some, uh, you know, food that, that but, but had a lot of rafkos in them. So he goes to this house and he comes in there and he sees his, there's three types of uh, pieces, five pieces, five types of fish. Uh, it's not that hard to do that. It's you have you have your filters, salmon, carp, white fish, and maybe uh, some breaded fish. You have five types of fish. It's not a big cash, you say like five types of fish. Wow, was that? You have it. You have uh, three types of soup. Uh, then you have uh, maybe five, six types of meat, tops of bottoms, turkey. A piece of beef, a piece of veal, a piece of lamb, and then there's a tremendous choice of kugwin or mashia, desserts, can't count them. How many pies they have, and how many, what do you call it, and everything you have. Both people come home to the, talk to their wives about how they were treated when this thing is. So the second one says, you know, they eat good in that house. He doesn't say they made food for me. Was because they didn't make anything for him. They made it for themselves. They eat good in that house. I happened to partake of it because I shared their thing, but it wasn't made for me. The first guy says, you know, they didn't know what to do for me. Which one feels better? 
obviously the first one felt a lot better, felt welcome and stuff like that. It wasn't, wasn't just a, a thrown on, on them as a case. That's what I've gone to try to do. I want to give you a meal, but I want you to feel that I bothered for you. That's the point. That's that makes the person feel like a mensch and stuff. There. So what did he give him right away? That was the chalif and the chema. He gave him the milk and the cream. What do you do with cream? I guess it was ice cream or something like that. You know, I don't think you drink cream itself, but you didn't make it with that. So he, he had something to eat first. Now your head will have the bread is in five minutes. It doesn't take long to make bread. It's, it's, once it, it takes about the matzah, is really fast. Even chametz has to rise, though. That's the only thing. But uh, but uh, I'm saying waiting for that is it takes a good hour or two. But the actual baking is a very short time, and then they get the meal of, of the meat and stuff like that, which is lunchtime. We have a supper time, which that extra stuff. So they really didn't eat the malachim meat and milk together, according to this what I just said, and probably that's true. They didn't. Uh, I would say it just like it appears the way the Pusik puts it to show them that you see the Torah doesn't count because you don't have an Issa, you don't eat, you don't eat, so therefore the Torah can't be for you. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu was telling him. Not that they actually ate meat and meal together. And of course, the first of all, they don't eat anyway, so it doesn't make a difference. Okay. Then they say to him, Where's your wife, sir? You know, shouldn't he have all of a sudden thought something very strange over here? You know, when did my the name change? Three days ago. Right before I did the Mila. Rashi says, when did he do the Mila? He did it immediately after the Rebbeinishan told him to go do the Mila. So at that time is when he told him to do the Mila. He also told him the name has changed, right? So at that time, he did the meal immediately. So he's pretty sick now. Or whatever it is, he got a nice cut. He's busy with the cut. He's busy with the vertical. Then he feels weak and so on. He definitely didn't change the name on the on, on the mailbox. to say Avraham and Sora live here. It still says Avraham and Sarai live here. Right? So when three strangers come, they sing there and they say, Where's They know that they're Malochim. And they can't be human beings because human beings wouldn't know the name is Sola. If it would have been, Sola should have said, You know, I think you got the wrong address. You're not talking to me. You're not talking about me because my name is Sora. It's not Sola. So therefore, she may not even have known that he changed his name. Okay. So what's shouting that all together, you know? So they knew that. So it could be that Takeno Chinami. At this point, he realized the Malachim. But at this point, it's after the whole feeding already. So that, that, that we got there. But then there becomes a question. So why does he he uh, he take them uh, out? So Rashi says, since they thought they were people, or it seems that I think it doesn't mean Rashi means they thought they were people. But since they're appearing as people, so therefore, he has to show the world how do you treat people. It's not enough for them to show them how do you treat malachim. They don't know that these are malachim. So therefore, they think they're people. Like you didn't make, you didn't make Levia, so therefore, they think you don't need it. So therefore, he's bechuyiv to do it. Okay, so that wouldn't be a kashi. But the question is, uh, you know, and let's understand, okay, let's go right there into the story, I think. Uh, she is, and as I say, she's not surprised that her name is Sola, and we'll have to figure why. And Bavon was so skating boy by Yom, they were old already. Chodali is the Sola, Kadashi, she was stopping a Nida. So, stopping a Nida means technically she has no more eggs, and therefore she's not going to have a baby. So, what's going to be? So now she got it back. So she knows she can have a child. And my husband is old. Now, normally we explain this to mean that he can't have any more children. 
because he has no more zeal. He's an old man, right? It's a very strange thing to say that because the Avon Avinu, 40 years later, 41 to be probably, well, it's 40, it's the, 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 right, the first 10 years, so it's a year to Yitzhak's birth. And at 140, he first marries Ketura and then has six kids after that. So how you can tell me he's an old man? You're an old man 41 years later, it doesn't make any sense, right? And a woman would know, I think the woman would know, if it's Yerik Kachetz or not, and therefore uh, she would know that he's not an old man. So Adoni Zokin can't possibly mean that he's an old man, he can't have kids. And on that point, she, we should not have any doubt anyway, since she can have kids all of a sudden. So her son, father, her husband can also have kids all of a sudden. What's the big deal? Right? And so that means Adeni Zaki means uh, he's too old to raise a kid. We upped the, uh, the we, we have to raise Yitzchak in a different way than Ishmael, I think. Okay. And uh, then the uh, Benisham says, He changes the story for Shalom Bias, whatever the excuses is. But what was the purpose of telling him at all? I don't have to tell you anything. Well, I just have to say, you know, I don't tell you what happened. Right? What happened, I think, is we learn that later on, when 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 the mention says in uh, uh, in this in the in the center, you know, words throw out Shmuel from the house. because she's a bigger novi than you are. So Avram's a bigger novi. Now we know from I mean, Saul's a bigger novi than Avram. We know. From the din of Novi, there are certain things that a Novi gets chayiv misa for. He says, he says things b'shem achirum, or if he was not mitzvah to say something, and he says it, he's also chayiv misa. So how do you know about it? So it says, who gives maschoya? Who knows him anything else? This it says echav hanaviim, because nevuah is not a thing that's spoken to a specific person. Nevuah is is a big curl. That curl that we have there, it bang, it's tremendous all over the world. Except you, not everyone is attuned to be able to hear it. Now, there are 10 degrees in Levian. Whatever degree you're on, you will hear. And therefore, you'll hear, so you'll hear that the Navu was given, and the Navu at that time was told, he only about the case of what he called Ayyuban or you had a Navi Amos that came in Navi Shekel, that the uh, that, that he heard that the Navuah was to Yomia, and yet he still went and said, I heard, and I was told to tell you this, and he made up his own Navuah, and whatever it is, I miss. So it says that the Echav HaNavim can give us soya, so they heard it. That means that Sora heard everything that God said to Avram. So if she heard that now, he knows her name is Sola. Okay, so now we know why she knows her name is Sola, because she heard the range of telling. But at the same time, she also heard that maybe she didn't hear Avram. Says she can hear the Benisham's voice, then she can hear Avram's voice. But the fact that Avram says, I'm listening to Yishmael, that means she, that Avram did something that he wanted Yishmael to be, and not, not Yitzchok, right? If that's the case, hey, you have your son, why don't you want me to have a son? Why do you want this? I mean, there's an, that's the biggest anti-Sholom bias you can have. I mean, you, 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 you don't want me to have a child? What do you, what you do? Over there. So she's very angry, very upset. But you don't see in her complaint about that. She just says that I was her complaint. How did she much she complain? I'm done, he's okay now. That Avram is old. Because if you can say that Yishmuel should be the guy that's going to be Salah Lefana, I raised Yishmuel for 13 years. I'm, I'm, the, I'm, I'm raising him to be yours, your Yerush. And it's stuff like this. I'm telling you, he isn't that. He can do as Lekim is Halach. That he can do. He can do like Noyach. But he can't do his Halach Lefana. 
And therefore, if you think he's going to do that, means you lost your ability to shots up or how to raise your kids. Every, every person, uh, every, every kid is different. And every single time in life that he comes is different. And uh, I give you a marshal, it's a strange Gemara. The Gemara says, supposed to have children when you're younger, when you're old. And why? Because uh, we don't know which one will be better, and maybe both will be good. What does that mean? You don't know who will be better, maybe both will be good. It is, you know, you raise them different. When you're 20 years old and you have a, a child, you may be you're a little bit more active. You take the kid on walks, you take the kid on this, you maybe even play ball with him. Whatever it is, there's a different relationship with the kid, more of a buddy-buddy relationship. When you get to be 40 and you have a kid, all of a sudden you're teaching him, we sit down and learn together. We don't have any other relationship. Now, if I happen to get the, the ball player when I'm old and the masmid when I'm young, I'll have two rotten kids. If I happen to have them, the, the, the ball player when I'm young and the, and the masmid when I'm old, I'll have two wonderful kids. They say that. So it depends on my physical, on how I'm going to raise my kid. Is a tremendous difference. And she says, and therefore he's missing. He, if he thinks his Shmuel can do the job, it's a Danny's okay. He can't do it. He's not going to be able to teach it the right way, and he's not going to be able to teach it like the right way. Okay. So when he came and he said to him. Well, and I'll go, how come she made such a thing? So it doesn't mean the point of physical, because if she saw the physical in herself, she saw the they can understand the physical. Now, now for sure, she believed the Benjamin can do anything he wants as far as physical. But does the Rabbanishlam change people's minds or abilities to do things? I mean, that, they're not that Avom is going to be changed. It's Rabbanishlam can give him that chaos that he can do it. So this is the first time we have such a thing like this. The next time we have it, which is even a higher matter again, is Moshe Rabbeinu talking to Rabbeinu Shalem by when the uh, when the Bible Raglim when they wanted meat, I mean by the man when they wanted meat. And he said to him, I'll give you the meat for six for 30 days and stuff like that. He says, how am I going to give meat for 600,000 people? He says, even in the cold, the gay hayom, even if I get all the fish in the sea, I won't be able to do it. What are you, crazy? He doesn't know that the fish in the sea are so many that if 600,000 people is gone, we have billions of people in the world now and we eat fish every day. What's the the that the six hundred thousand can't have fish? Go down there. He says this. Of course, he there's enough fish, and that wasn't his doubt. His doubt was they're not looking to eat fish. They're looking for for a tiny for the arayas. They're looking for trouble. So therefore, how are you going to solve the doubt? So the manager says, "Is, is anything that I can't do? What does it mean?" That shot is, I'll make them want fish. I'll make them want meat. And what, did he, what kind of meat did he make them want? The meat they eat every day anyway. If a guy was eating meat every, every day, he probably gets tired of, 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 of eat chicken every day. He probably got tired of chicken, right? They ate the slug every day, right? And then he gives them slug, which they all went out crazy for 30 days of slug to kill him. What are you guys crazy? Eating it every day anyway. Why are you hungry for it, right? I can do that. I can make their appetite change. I can make them think they can make, can make what he call. That's what the Bashan is telling. So not that a pshat is that is easy. So I can give him the chaos to raise a kid. That's not a problem. He's done his own Okay, so that, that that's uh, so he so he gives Avram this and he tells Avram, so in order that Avram is now going to go to Sarah and and say to him, Sarah, I hear you worried that you're not going to be able to raise the kid because you're a little old and it, you know you're not as young as you were. I have the same problem, and then like he talks aliba, and all of a sudden we have shown vice. That's the vein was the vein she wanted from him. In other words, to cause him to have to talk to her, to have to talk to us, and mainly well shown bias. And that then she didn't have obviously a grudge to get this thing. This. He felt bad, so he felt good now. Okay, that's the point. 
Okay. Then she denies what Chachi saw Leima Leitzachakti. What are you telling us all together for? What do we have to notice for? I didn't laugh. And but she and the Bashim tells her back, the girls on the better the, the Shiloh who tells her back, no, you did laugh. What's this discussion here? I think the idea is that someone learned the Madhushan that the Ravenshum wanted to talk to Solo so badly that even if he had to give a Musa, that was a good thing to talk there. So he said, Like he left. Now in reality, she didn't laugh. She didn't laugh on the ability of Venishum to do this. But she did live at the Benjamin to change a person's attitude and stuff like that. So therefore, the Pshad is she learned a new lesson that I can do that too. Okay, fine. But it's a lesson that she learned. There's no time there. You didn't do anything wrong because of it, because you didn't know that. But now I taught it to you. Now, now you know. Okay. And the reason the teacher is because he wanted to tell you how much she was Machshif Solid. So there's some that are. What do you call it? Uh, I don't want to say the word bigoted. It's not anything. No, they hold that somehow women are, are less than men. It's not true. The women are like men. We say in the morning, that's not because a woman has less kedusha than we have. It's because the, the, she doesn't, she has less mitzvahs than me. And the idea is we're going going to the mitzvahs. I'm glad they pitched it. Now, why you ask me, Akasha, why don't we say she has any koyen or something? Okay, that's a good question. I'm not going into that. But okay. I think that, but Lamaise, that's the reason we say it. That, 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 that. But as far as the Kedusha of Klai Yisrael, that's the Havaz we passing like Tesis, that a woman wants to do a mitzvah, I say, she has mangaloma. That she's Potiphar, she has a right to make a bracha, a shekicholim in mitzvah, in order to, to, to do the mitzvah. She doesn't get the same schah because she doesn't have that yitzahara of, of not doing it because it's all voluntary anyway. So if I want to do it, I'll do it. I don't want to do it. I don't do it. There's no yitzahara not to do it. So that stays as well. Why Eina Mitzvah Baisi gets less mitzvah, uh, gets more mitzvah. Uh, and Mitsubasi has less Mitsubasi. Okay. Um, yeah, so the, the Yalkut says a very interesting thing over here. The fact that the Rebbein Shalem told this to Sola, and he told him that he also to Avram that he's going to have a kid. So why didn't he, since then, a why don't you just tell one? The one will tell the other one. What do you need a double telling? So they said, Mikan, from here we see that a woman is posseladis. Okay. What is posseladis? Again, why is a woman posseladis? She can't say a fact. Why should she not say a fact? For, 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 for whoever, Eidechud is kosher, a woman is kosher. Now it's for cashless, and for, even for the Lumadeh and Dabba Yisrael. Even on the rice, even on the chorus, even on the, what he call a woman's nemo, right? We saw for a lot So this is she's nemo. And all of a sudden, to tell you a fact that, that this guy did this or this guy did that is not nemo. What doesn't it Why not? So this I want to tie this because of a my little woman, not because of her son with a woman. The mother says that the woman has a bini yisera. It's a shame of why. Women understand the middle of the alma that says, Listen to your wife. Middle the shmaya, you took care of it. Middle the the base is a machlekis, or at least it's a division of of, of uh, work. That what the situation is, is the woman's job, how to deal with the situation is the man's job. Of the lamaisa, there's a fact of what we're dealing with. Of the middle of the alma, you listen to your wife. What is Miliyama? I decide to go into business with, with Yankel, and I go and tell my wife that, and she says, don't go into business with Yankel. Yankel is a crook. Tells you, listen to your, to your wife. She knows good that Yankel is a crook. How does she know Yankel is a crook? She looked at him. She has a bini yaseo. What does that mean, a bini yaseo? Uh, I would say, to explain it, uh, in, in Stamming Russian Hall, it's very negative. That call up peso the mummy peso. What I mean to say 
is when a person sees somebody do sneaking around. Uh, so he he touches up what's taking place. It's as if he was doing that. And if he was doing that, this is what he would be doing. So therefore, he's saying that the other guy is doing that. But the truth is, the two different people. He doesn't do the same thing the other guy does. So it's two different things altogether. Okay. Sometimes you build on a case. I'm going to give you, this is the classic case of Lushen Hover that they teach all, all the, the guys who answer the, 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 uh, the Lushen Hover hotline. Now it's how to be mafkin between what's what's a truth, what's a fact, and to what's lashin hore, I mean, or even my or lashin or my shemra, that the person to realize what he is, what he what he has to check into. And this is the mice they give you normally. Um, the story. Uh, there's a guy uh, out of town. There was uh, one kosher butcher shop out there. And the man is uh, coming home uh, after Slichus night. So it's 1 o'clock in the morning. It's 1.30 in the morning. He's coming. He's walking home. And he passes through the butcher shop. And he sees a trefer truck uh, unloading uh, meat or packages of meat in front of the butcher shop. He goes and he tells the love. That you know, they I saw they they they, they were delivering meat to the to the butcher shop, uh, one o'clock in the morning. Then it's safe for me. So the wife tells him, "Okay, I'll, I'll check into it. I'll go into it." So he goes to the butcher and he says, "I heard an accusation against you that you get safe for meat at one o'clock in the morning." It's not true. Okay, so he tells the guy next day that the the the, the butcher denied it. And there's no such thing, and therefore. You can't say it to anybody, you only need a hug. So therefore you're not thing there, but you yourself can't eat from it because you know you you saw what you saw, but you're not allowed to tell anybody else. That was about Lushen you know, you tell a guy not to tell Lushen so that guy's gonna eat about treif, right? I gotta tell my best two friends, at least they shouldn't eat treif, right? So he tells his two best friends, and everyone tells their best two best friends, and at the end of a week, they're no one buying anymore in the store. So the tour closes up, and he moves out of town, okay? A year later, sleepless night again, he goes by the same butcher shop, which is now closed, and the and this, she's the same truck, and the truck is unloading, meet again. So he goes over to the truck driver and he says to him, you know, you, you don't have to, you know, the store that you're delivering to is closed. He's out of business. He says, I don't deliver meat to anybody in this area. I don't deliver meat. So then what are you wine loading for? He says, I got a flat and I have to get the weight off the truck so I can jack up the truck to change the target. Did this ever happen to you before? He says, you know, funny thing, about a year ago, right over here, I had the same thing. Okay, he went back and told the love, and the love told me, you got to go with this guy, Mechila. So he went to Mechila, the guy was dead already. So was, that, that's the story to tell you. Now, it's how tragic to be your mistake. I blame the love. I don't blame I don't blame the guy. The guy told her, but again, but the point is, he, he, he saw a guy unloading a truck in front of a house in front of a butcher shop. He never saw anything going into the butcher shop. And therefore, but he still made the assumption that that's where it's going. So he saw that there were deliverings food to this to this thing. That's what happens with a woman. But Habini Yaseha makes it that she sees the whole picture. She doesn't just see one thing. And if she sees the whole picture, She's the, the, in the din of Adas is tell me what happened. I'm not asking you what you think happened. I'm asking you tell me what happened. And a woman can't do that. And she can't do that. She's postulates. And therefore they, they think it. But it has nothing to do because she's second class citizen or something like that. It happens to be because Gilbenshim gave her a different tether in order to be able to understand or because she sees she's in the street all often. She's the one that's, that's the outside member of the house 
and stuff like that. And because of that, she knows people better. So she understands people better. So therefore, she gives you a picture of what she thinks is taking place instead of what reality is just happening. That's the point. And that's what the uh, thing, that's why I think you're shutting the pussy. Okay. Anyway, then all of a sudden, the, uh, the, the, my locum, now going to Stoim. And the idea is, is Stoim, um, what do you call it? Uh, are bad people, right? And it said that we got there in the uh, in 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 Lech Lecha, We I think we spoke a little bit about. I don't remember last week. We about the 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 Averas of Stein. That in other words, what did they do so bad? And all of a sudden, and that the, the Benshem has to destroy them. It's the only Rosh Rad that the Benshem personally destroys. Uh, they're like Hitler, Yerach Shmoi. Hamas out there, they're going to be destroyed. Abulamaisa, the Benishim is not sending down Gophus or Melech to kill them. Well, they'll get killed, whatever it is there, the bombs are going to backfire, or whatever it is there, or Benishim, is going to happen in the end, this is the end. Whatever it is, it's not going to be that he's going to get Gophus or Melech. And yet on Stoim, he personally went to destroy his Why did he do that? What was doing so bad? They didn't come to Hamas. They didn't chop off kids' heads and stuff like that. They chopped off kids' guys' feet, maybe. That was too tall. So they made them, they, uh, they shortened them a little. Because they did things that people may think are good. That's the point. I mean, look at the world. It's a crazy world out there. And in this part, one of these things, it's part of liberalism in a way, if you want to call it that, is that you have how many demonstrations in the world, can they get Yidin, can they get this, pro-Hamas? Not so much. They get against Jews. Okay, you hate Jews. That, that, that's a given. But how do you make it pro-Hamas? Now, you don't see that they were Rotzchim and Mishoyim and this and that. That's the point. You're anti-Israel, you're anti-Israel. But why are you, you pro-Hamas? Elavos. That my sin is so big, I don't see the awful of Hamas. I don't even see it. In other words, there's nothing wrong if they kill you, they do something. You, 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 whatever they think, you occupy their territory, they're allowed to butcher you. It doesn't make a difference. I think it, they can make up any types of, of, of equality that they want to make up. Okay. Stein had this problem. We don't make a look in between one person and another person. There are no outstanding people by us. You're a six-footer, knock off three inches. You're a five-four, we stretch you three inches. I mean, it doesn't make a difference. In other words, you, there are no people that stand out by us. Everybody has to be the same by us. We're all 80s. We're no hundreds and no 50s. We're all 80s. That's the way we are. And if you can't make it that way, then we make the 100 into an 80. Or we make the uh, the 50 into an 80. However, we'll do it to make us that we're all equal. Right? So how does that happen? That means we got doctors that don't know how to doctor. We have mechanics that don't know how to fix cars. We have all these kind of crazy things. Why? Because we don't have enough of a certain person in that in that field. We're going to lower the level. And because we're lowering the level, we're making That is ra. But people think, oh, but we're even equal. It's fair. It's what equal. It's a thing that's what he said. I, I made people different. I made people rich and poor. I made people strong and weak. I made people smart and dumb. I made diff people different for a reason. To make them that there's a specialist chayvis, each person for himself of what he has. It has nothing to do with the other guy. And therefore, there's a reason I go there. But you're making it, because you're taking away, what are you taking them and saying, you know, you got a good head, you can sleep. While the, not less, the young kid who doesn't have a good head, he has to work very hard. Is that more clear than the one we spoke about? Of course not. That's unfair. Why does I, why can I sleep and you, and you, and you can go and you have to work hard? 
That's unfair. So I'm saying, so they don't understand what the Rebbeinu wants. They don't want to learn what the Rebbeinu wants, and they think it's good. That's where the Rebbeinu has to stop it and destroy it. People shouldn't make such a mistake. That's the point. So anyway, so these are the Dukkah of Sudoim. And therefore, the same thing works out with Stokke, when, when they were pro-Stokke, when they were anti-Stokke. It doesn't make the difference. Same thing is, in other words, you're a parasite. You're taking away from my children by asking me for Stokke. And therefore, therefore you're, you're a terrible person. On the other hand, he goes the other way. Uh, you know, uh, uh, we make wars that are, that are more... Uh, you know, acceptable to people. You make too much of an demand on people. They won't want to do anything. So, for instance, in Stokke one time, what was the, the one of the Stokke they had, they used to give a, a gold coin uh, to an Oni that would come. They had their name on it because then they wouldn't sell them any food and uh, and they would all die and they'd take the coins back. Okay. I, I, I don't even think Kipshute, uh, if I was a guy, like a stone guy, that I don't, I'm anti, I'm anti stocker. I would want that guy to ask me for stocker, and now I can give him a drosher, boy, that's going to put him in his place. Like you, you parasite, you no good, Nick. You're trying to steal things, and you, you want you go out and get a job, and when you get the thing, I can have a, a lot of fun. Why would I give him a coin? I love us. I'm willing to give him stocker. I'll even give him a stocker, which a, a gold coin stocker. Which is a big stocking. What does he do? On the other hand, but I don't change my lifestyle. The chiv of a yid is demach soyre. You mechiv to give stocking to whatever the guy is missing. So even if he's an oshiel and he became poor and he needed a hype man that is, that runs runs in front of him to tell him that the uncle is coming to town and stuff like that, like Hillel had to run for the street, so the idea is, is that he's missing that, if he wouldn't have that, he'd be tzabachon, like, I don't have anyone announcing that I'm coming, what do you think that what's going to be, and we're like, nobody, nobody's going to know who I am, and no one cares about me, and he's going to be tzabachon, the guy, so we have to do it for him, I ain't stupid, I don't need it, no, I think you don't need it, but he needs it, and the chiv is to give it to the one when he needs. That's the, the, the guy comes 12 o'clock at night to my house and says, I'm hungry. I got to make him supper. I have no choice. The guy's hungry. I have to give him food. But it's not very good. So Daim said, you know, it's a lot to demand of a person. The thing is, you know, the best thing is give a check. I think that now when I give a check, I have to be able to cash the check. I can't cash the check. It ain't worth anything. It's July 4th weekend, right? Weekend is on a Tuesday. So therefore, it's July 4th week. The whole town closes up for a whole week because open for Monday, doesn't pay. Open for one Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's the end of the week already. Who needs it for? I'm drunk anyway for Monday. I'll take the week off. Everybody takes the week off. There's no food. There's no store, no restaurant. The guy's going to start hungry. Okay. So, Pshad is, you're making a rule. It's very nice. It's very good. It's easier to give a check than it is to do. To, to, they do their maxillary. Right, but it, but it's a problem that sometimes you, people are going to die, and therefore it's not it's not the right thing to do. The Marseille is right, and then the people will die is not right. That's what the mention is telling us, and that's why storm is bad. And the same thing you check with all the things that go on, and the, and the, you'll see that that's pretty much what's happening in the world. Anyway, you have Avram Avinu is starting to talk to the Ben Shalom about saving son. The way he talks, seeming chutzpedik, not only chutzpedik, but he didn't even give the Ben Shalom a chance to answer. He says, mm-hmm. 
Why don't you ask me first the question? Do Mishpat or not? Don't, don't accuse me of anything. So I think what it means is that the world will say it. It's not, not that the, we, I will say it. I know you you have an answer. But the world will say such a thing. So that you, how can you do such a thing? That the world should have a time. You want them to learn Emmis. So they want to learn Emmis. You can't do it. It's not that good. And then he seems to have... Uh, like bargaining by uh by guy I forgot what by um who do you bargain with? Uh not a regular store, it's uh but uh guy goes around peddler with a peddler. Like it seems like they you know first I used to fifty people, uh for fifty seven, forty five Sadiq and forty, thirty, twenty, ten. What's well, they start cup, you know? Uh, what do you mean? It's a bargaining game now for years, man. I don't mean that. Uh, no, it's a new, it's a new feeling each time. The first one is pute, ten per city. Okay. Then he has forty-five. Was okay. The manager, maybe you'll be mitzvah for them. So it's nine per city. Okay. So we got that request. Now forty goes one. We can't get fifty. So let's say four cities, ten each, and one will die. So once one one will die, that means an Einish is coming into the world. And once it's coming into the world, now you want me to differentiate between this place and this place, now maybe I need 10 to get, real 10. So I asked for 40, and say there. Then I asked for 30, I asked already, they said I want nine, tag. I need 27 now. I don't want 30, I mean 27. I'm asking for 30, Meaning three cities and the said, Why am I asking for twenty? The Rav is already destroyed. Out of five, you already destroyed three. So I'm gonna knock them all off together. Maybe I'll save him a meat. And the second and the ten is meaning nine. You know anything though? Nadi says he doesn't ask and that whatever chat is in there. Okay. Okay. Anyway, they come to Stoim. I want to see what happens to 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 light at this point. Because I think we're going to have a kasha. Avram is asking ten to save Tzaya. And the Bez says no. And yet in the end, light himself saves Tzaya. How all of a sudden, from ten to go to one, why is he different? So I think Abdullah changed right here. The Malachim came to town. Now, let's say Lloyd was still about Chesed, right? He's definitely drummed out of Klai Yisrael. He doesn't have a place anymore in Klai Yisrael because he was willing to, to, to become <laughs> the best guy he can become by delivering his dream. In other words, when the Benjamin is going to measure him against the people in his neighborhood, he's going to be pretty good. So therefore, that's not what the Benjamin wants from us. The Benjamin wants the best you could become, not the best that you are against the, your neighbors. So therefore, that's not great. So therefore, he's camping Christ anymore. And that's the way he did it. And all of a sudden, with these two Malachim come, and he sees them, and he says to them, uh, uh, come, uh, you know, uh, I'll explain the thing about what, what washing first nut. Uh, come to my house. And he says, no, we'll sleep in the street. Uh, so if late was only doing it for show, meaning I had guilty, I'm not little about chesed. So I went in, I, off, I offered to do chesed, he turned me down. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy and goodbye. He begged them, please, please, please. Why are you begging them? You know you're in trouble if you miss you in the town. You know, the town of Zdaim. What, what, what are you looking for trouble for? So that's why I say changed over here. All of a sudden, I'm, I'm going to be different. Now, if when I became a guy like Avram, I'm going to preach. I'm going to do different than all of a sudden. I do different than I did. Now you can say, you yourself can save Zdaim. Okay, now the idea is he says, uh, you'll sleep 
ברך אצל הגליכם אין יורשי פית, נשכמתם והלכתם דרכם. זה רש"י מייקס אין אישו אוביהם, ואצל אברהם טולדם יורשי פית בפור איקומנטים מההוס. אתה רואה שלויט לא קיר לפלבי דזור קיימא נזאוס. Then he comes later on, and uh, he says, and, and really it's two, it, the Bereis, it's two Bereises, in, 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 I think in the uh, Heret, or in, uh, in Kala, I don't remember, one or two, that it says there, why did, why did Lloyd do this, say that? Because he figured maybe the Stamites will find him. And they'll come and they'll see they still have dirt on their feet. So they'll think they just came. So therefore, they wouldn't make a big issue of it. That's what it is. So the Gemara already answers it. I mean, so why are you bringing it down as a point that he wouldn't think? And Rashi himself says something like that later on. So he said, Pshat and Rashi is like this. You know, what he called necessity is the mother of invention. Right? If you need something, then you'll figure out a way. You don't need it, you won't figure out a way. Okay. So he's telling you, Avram Avinu is so needed it so badly that you don't come into my house with a way to Zola, that he would have figured out a way already. How come I can't figure out a way? Because I don't need it. No one's coming into my house with a way to Zola. So I don't need the problem. But if it was actually coming within Lloyd, who didn't care that much. Now, of course he cared, but not that much. So therefore, Pekuch Nefesh became more important. In other words, what would, would the Yetzir? I don't have what the Yetzir would have been. That, I say that I don't have the Yetzir, what it would have been. About this thing. But that's what I think Rashi's trying to teach us. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay, we have a point. It's about leaving town, and, 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 and that the Benisham lets you save even the Rishoyim if there's the thing that's by here we have it. We have it by Rochav, by Rochav. We don't know if they were Rishoyim or not, but I assume that not everybody is a Madrig of Rochav, a family, whatever it is. But Rafa became the schar of doing what she did, entitled her to save a family. And then the same thing here with Lake. Okay, they'll end up in the end in the mountains. If you don't know the story with the Rashivit and the nice late, I'll just tell it to you a little bit that. When he was in Luban, uh, he was so uh, the communists just took over then uh, in 1920. So he... Uh, uh, he got brought in, in, in news that one of his balabatin uh, was sick. And so one of the jobs of the Rav is to be in Vakechel. He went to Vakechel and he comes in and he sees the man's mouth, his tongue is so swollen, his whole mouth is full of his tongue. And he asked him, like, what's happened? And obviously he was able to talk. So uh, what happened? He said he was being mavasetra. And he got to the Pash of uh, Vayera and this part, and, and he said he, he started to think, why, did, <clears throat> why does Mashiach belong to the Benai Slates as tramps that lived with their own father? And I think that he said he got it. All of a sudden, he felt very sleepy, and he went to, and he had to lie down. So he, he lay lie down. And he falls asleep, and then two women come to him in a dream. And he said, we hear you have a tiny Kodesh Baruch Hu, that the, uh, that the, that the Mashiach comes from us. So we'll tell you why. Now, we, we didn't have to embarrass ourselves telling this mice, and nobody would have known who the father the kids are, especially if there's no world after this. Doesn't make a difference. They thought it was the end of the world. There was no world. What about my after cover my name? Moy of Nama. Call me Yankee and Pilfus. Who cares? Right? No, I couldn't call them any name I wanted to. But I didn't. Why? Because we wanted the world to know there's no such thing as the immaculate, immaculate conception. There's only, even it can be a tzaddik like light. 
And daughters like us who are Tzitkonius's, you want to know why we were Tzitkonius? What did Lloyd say about us? We live in a storm and no, we never live with a man. And stuff like that. So we're pretty big Tzitkonius's. We're the only people in a mountain. And we come down pregnant, then you have to know it was from a, from a man. And the only man there was my father. And it's him, even though he's a tzaddik. Why? Because it doesn't come from anywhere else. If anyone wanted to claim, claim immaculate conception, we could have claimed it. And we said tzaddik, and the bench wanted to continue the world. So he gave us Zerah. We could have did it. We didn't do it to put a lie to that. So this is why Mashiach belongs to us. It's an interesting concept, whatever it is. Okay. I asked him what happened to the guy. He said four days later he died. And I said, oh, I mean, like, you know, so your mother says, you know, when the guy says, clap it, my, clap it, my, if the guy says things against God, the bench hits him, but only hits big guys like Wavy and these guys. So who was this guy? I was that the bench listened to his complaint and sent him an answer and still killed him. For it, you know, it's, you, know it's, you have no right for the complaint. The thing that he says, "With I was a Russian used. We have anyway. I couldn't Shabbos everybody. I'm off the convention. That's why we had this early thing. I've written Shabbos everyone.